Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land. Oh, Megan, you forgot our. <laughs> no. You talk first. I talk first. Who talks first? Who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so I guess I'll talk first. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Stephen is not with us. Stephen is taking a little bit of a hiatus. Um, he will return next week for an episode that we got planned. Um, in the meantime, I have my friend. Theron, he's too cool for you. Lowry with us today to talk something, talk everything about the Spider Verse. <laughs> morning, hey, Theron. Welcome to Two Geeks in a Microphone. Morning, morning. How's everybody doing? It's all good. So you got to see it on the actual opening day on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I saw it last night. Um, I, I I don't want to go into too much because you know we got a few things to do before we get into it, but. I really liked it. I was pretty pleased with the movie. What, how about you? Please. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it is a spe- spectacular movie. It's awesome. It's, it's, it, that is a, if, if, if you want to give it the, the aspect of like best comic book, book movie ever, boom, right there. I thought Into the Spider Verse was one thing, Cross the Spider Verse. I mean, I'm talking about, nail to ha- I mean hammer to nail boom and it, it hit it into it hit it out nice. the point right there. Nice. Right there. Well I, I'm saying please to be a little conservative to save it, you know, save no, it for later in the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as as we like to say, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. So I wanted to do something real quick. Apparently, all this week, Alexa started something and I didn't realize it. If you guys if you guys have an uh, Amazon Alexa uh, and you ask her to tell a joke, she's going to tell you a Spider-Man joke. So check this out. We're going to we're going to try this live on the air. Alexa, tell me a spider or tell me a joke. Echo. Or, tell yeah. Me a joke. What kind of music does Spider-Man like to dance to? Swing music. <laughs> Swing music. Nice. Echo, tell me another joke. What do you call Spider-Man with no webs? What? Offline. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually got Miles Morales interacting with uh, Alexa, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, I discovered that every once in a while I'll tell Alexa to tell me a joke and stuff. And uh, earlier this week I did it and all of a sudden I'm getting Spider-Man jokes. I was like, whoa, I didn't know that she was doing this. That was a nice little Easter egg that Amazon gave us before the Spider-Man movie. So Nice. If you got an Alexa, go have a little fun with it. Uh, some of the jokes are really corny and goofy, but it, it's fun. It, it's just, you know, it's Alexa. What can I say? <laughs> and that's kind of like Spider-Man's ordeal. He tells a lot of jokes as he's, you know, in combat, right. just going along with the uh, flow of just being Spider-Man. Well, and there's even a mention of that. And again, we'll get when we div- dive into it deeper, we'll get into that. But yeah, there's a mention about uh spider-man's cracking jokes and a particular spider-man is just not that funny so (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like that up or that uh scene i thought it was really really good all right um i have no geeky news today unfortunately uh just i guess a slow geek news week this week but um we'll jump into the geek dar we got a couple things so well you don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. <laughs> um. 
And the same can be said about us. Oh, uh, real quick. Um, don't want to take the show down too much, but I just wanted to, to make a comment. Um, moderator Angie's not here with us today. Um, I do see that she is in the chat. She just popped in and said hi in the chat. Um, Angie, uh, her, her dad passed away this past week. So um, I figured we wouldn't see her today. I figured she's kind of, you know, um, grieving through that process and such. So everybody, please say a prayer for her and her family um, as they go through this. So moving on to Geekdar. Uh, Darren, I really don't have a lot for Geekdar. Um okay. My biggest thing was, well, went to the movie last night and got these little mock movie tickets, which are pretty cool looking. The artwork is really nice. Mm-hmm. The back's got the logo for the film and everything. I thought that was kind of a cool giveaway. Um, the only other thing I got, uh, it's not really geeky per se, but it's it's about the only thing I did this, <laughs> this week uh, besides work. Uh uh, my wife and I got stuck on a documentary um, called uh, Natalia Grace, the curious case of Natalia, Natalia Grace. Uh, Natalia Grace is a young girl. She was adopted by a family. She's from the Ukraine. She was adopted in the year 2009, I believe. They were told that she was six years old. And after they got her, they uh, came to the conclusion that she was actually older than she really was. And she wasn't who she was saying she was. Mm -hmm. And they were claiming she was trying to kill the family and all. Um, And it was really intriguing in the first episode. There's like six episodes to, to the whole documentary. And the first episode, they do a real good job of painting her as the monster. And then as you go along, there are twists and turns all through this documentary. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, by the, the end of the second episode, I looked at my wife and I'm like, I don't know who the hell did what here. <laughs> <laughs> it is was, it, it was pretty intriguing. <laughs> is it like a Joe exotic type of deal? He started off being very nice to the animals and all of a sudden it I, just got crazy at the end I of the guess day. you could kind of say that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. You have to w- watch it. If you're interested in this kind of thing, it's really well worth the watch. Uh, coming out of it, I still don't totally know who is the monster. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, by the end of it, I'm pretty pretty leaning towards the parents are actually, the adoptive parents are actually the real monsters in this in this case. And Natalia comes out fairly clean by the end of it. Uh, but man, there are Mm. twists and turns through this whole thing. And there's still questions I I have about her, you know? Mm. So I don't know. It was interesting. If you're into that kind of thing, it it is on max. I got to transition out of saying HBO max and just max. Oh yeah. That's right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They changed their whole, you know, uh, uh, I read somewhere they went away from the HBO max because, they wanted uh, uh, people to think of them as a more family-friendly uh, streaming service because they 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 claim that the HBO tagged uh, more of an adult content to the name. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. When I grew up, and I think Max, during my time growing up, all I can think of, of course, is Cinemax. Yeah. And then, of course, Cinemax had Cinemax After Dark. So right, right. I'm right. like, how does Max make you seem more family friendly? I don't get it. I just and, don't. Hey, HBO home box office home box right. office. <laughs> right. Uh, There's okay. no. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, it's available on Max if you if you want to see it. Um, okay. I, I think it was a really interesting uh, uh, documentary. Again, not very geeky per se, but that's what I got this week. Darren. Ooh. I think you got some cool things that you got at the movie theater. I got plenty of cool stuff. So I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bust it out because you know me I like I like my 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 bus. So this is what I got. This is the popcorn container that they have. Oh, uh, and stuff cool. like that. Yes, yeah, sir. Hold on, I'm over here. So this is Miles. They also had a Gwen Stacy. Uh, so I think that if Jordan plays his card right, because he's going. 
uh, to that movie theater. He'd get the Gwen Stacy vari- variation, and then I got the Miles variations and stuff like that. That so is cool. So how do you put like the that? how do you put the popcorn in it? So in the back of his head. Oops. Where am I? Back like of his the Disney head. popcorn bucket. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, he he'll get that one, and then I have both popcorn bucket and stuff like that. They also gave like these, you know, the movie posters themselves, like the one you see in the background, my Space Jam one, but they also gave one for um, for Miles. So it was like, it's like... The- I, am, I am just super jealous over this. It's big! It's big. <laughs> Don't fall yeah. over, Darren. This is the microphone that fell over. Ah, that's great. So we got that. I'm gonna frame this bad boy. I'm gonna put this up. You're gonna see it in the background once I have that. Um, That's a frame for it. Go to Hobby Lab with Michaels or something like that. And then my wife and kids they they decided they to get me some 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 comics. They got me the nice the Into the Spider Verse comic right here. Oh crap! I can't see because the glare. But yeah, it's it has the plastic on it and everything, so it's the Into the Spider Verse, very cool. you know, comic. And then I got my my issue of my uh, my Spider Man comic. I do read these things, by the way, guys. I'm not just always on digital media. I like to take the it's the it's the art book and everything. So I like to have the physical copies of my comics. Very so cool. yes, dude. It was uh, like Father's Day early for you, man. I know, I know, man. That was crazy. And then she she got those for for I think because I, I could have sworn I bought these already, but I can't. I got to go through my my comments collection and everything. But yeah, it was just like I was like, yeah, they, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, and I got to get my um, I got to get my Gwen Stacy's uh comics out and everything of that nature because that's what I wanted to do is kind of showcase those because uh just just her role period in the movie was actually really phenomenal. So. Yeah, my my geek dar was was it was off the chain right about now. <laughs> I, I was loving it. I was loving it. Well, it looks like you had a great week for your geek dar. Um, yeah. Man. All right, we ready to dive into? Oh wait, before I do that, real quick, I uh, just want to give out to uh, shout out to Tammy. Tammy's in the chat right now. Tammy's got her own Twitch channel. Tammy. Uh, gosh, why can't I, her her name is escaping me. Her her twitch name is escaping me right now oh goodness but she reviews all kinds of video games and plays video games and that kind of stuff uh so if you're into that go check her out she usually promotes us too and nice i really really appreciate that so anyway uh oh contagious punk thank you i don't know why it just it it slipped out of my brain for some reason (laughs) well you know it's the penguin slipping off the iceberg that kind of thing all right so let's move on to main event earlier and i was in the comments megan's megan's doing everything it's time for the main event all right main event today is spider-man across the spider-verse the second installment to as we find out a three-parter. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too big of a spoiler. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to read a little thing out of the uh, Marvel <clears throat> Bible uh, on Mar- Miles Morales. So just to give a little background on Miles. Miles Morales, the Spider-Man of Earth. Now, do I say 1610 or 1610? How, how does that work? And how do they you do call that? it up by, by the numbers themselves. Okay. Yeah, so, it, it, yeah. So Earth one six one zero, the ultimate, the ultimate universe, received his powers from a bite of a gen, a bite of a genetically enhanced spider created by Oscorp. Unlike Peter Parker, Miles was afraid of his new newfound abilities and hadn't felt the responsibility to use them until he witnessed the Peter Parker of his world as Spider-Man get killed battling Norman Osborn. That event inspired miles to take uh, take up crime fighting himself when peter parker of earth 616 first met miles he was shocked to discover that the peter parker of mile of miles's world was dead now that's that's the comic book version the movie version was obviously slightly different because i don't think he went up against 
Norman in the first one, did he? No, I can't. It was Kingpin. Yeah, that's right. It was Kingpin instead mm-hmm. of Norman. So they changed that up slightly for the movie, but it 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 tracks pretty well with with the movie. And I just wanted to get some some uh, a background on Miles before we jumped into this. So uh, usually the way Stephen and I do this. Sorry, I'm trying to get this book out of the way. It's so big. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway, uh, so uh, <laughs> Stephen and I usually give it our our, our rating first, and then we kind of go into a slightly non-spoilerific review to start out with, and then, then we go into spoilerific tor- territory. So um, I'll start this off. Uh, first of all, I want to say this is an awesome movie. Um, I got to say... I wouldn't put it as my favorite Spider-Man movie yet, but it's close to it, man. It is so close to being my favorite Spider-Man movie. What's your uh, favorite Spider-Man movie? Um, that's oh, that's tough. Oh, to man, come on, you got it's right off the cuff, bro. Oh. You you say what's your favorite, but I can tell you right about now. Mine's is Andrew Garfield's. Boom. Spider-Man. Really, really? Yeah. Yes, Amazing the Spider-Man one and two. The Amazing first. Spider. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andrew um, Garfield is my favorite one. See, I really, really like uh, the last Spider-Man one with Tom Holland um, and Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, No Way Home? Yeah, I really, really like No Way Home. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I, I'm torn between that and Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock because I thought that was just a fantastic film. Altogether. So you like the villain in that movie, not the Spider-Man in that movie. I like both of them. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You like Doc Ock's character. I I realized he was really good. He did a great job, and he looked like the comic book Doc Ock. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Those two, I think, rank as my... uh, Almost a tie for number one. Um, And then i probably put this as number two. This is so good. It is so good. Um, Love the Miles character. I think he's a fantastic version of Spider-Man. Um, I loved Gwen Stacy in this, um, loved her in the first one too. I thought she was fantastic. I would absolutely love a live action film of both of them. And rumor has it, we're going to get at least the miles and maybe a Gwen Stacy live action. Um, if nothing else, she'll probably make an appearance in, in the miles, which would be fantastic. Um, loved all of them. I, I like I liked uh, Spider-Man 2099 in this, but I felt they really made him off to be a villain in this. And yeah. Um, And we'll have to get into that a little bit about if, if that tracks with his comic book version, because I've never, never read any of his comic versions. Were you going to say something, Megan? I don't know how I feel about him. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. They made his Um, character seems very, he seemed very dark, like right off the jump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can tell he had that. Was it going to be spot the villain or was it going to be him? The villain. In the right, the movie, which is actually a good, that's a good twist. I love that twist that's in the movie. And I thought Spot actually was a fantastic villain. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts off goofy, which was okay, which is fine. And then he gets pretty super dark by the end of it. So mm-hmm. um, overall, I would give this, and and we're going to go with the uh, the spider wrist watch, whatever the heck Like it, yeah. The Dimension Hoppers. Yeah, the, yeah, the there Dimension we go. Hoppers. There the, you go. The Spider Verse Hoppers. We'll call it that. How's that? Spider Verse Hoppers. <laughs> I will give this nine out of ten. Spider Verse Hoppers. I concur. Yep, I'll give it nine out of ten as well. I, I really do. The 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 uh, the only reason, the only part that I, I the only part I, I don't like is towards the end. And that's when that's when they did the the straight just like, oh, they did this whole build up. And then it was just like, boom, fade to black. And I'm just like, oh, I could sit there for another two hours if I wanted to to watch the continuation of that movie, to be honest with you. But that's the only part that I I, I would I would say. OK, so yeah. we ready to move into spoilerific territory. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I would put the graphic up, but I don't know where Stephen has it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Stephen has a spoiler graphic, and I just have no idea where he keeps that at. So I don't know. Well, Oh, there we go. Megan found it. Yay. Thank you, Megan. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. She's being, she's being uh, Stephen for me. Oh, Sage Page Omega is in the uh, chat, too. Shout out nice. to Sage. Sage is uh, also one who promotes us a lot over on his Twitch channel. We really appreciate you. Um, Sage, we're going to have to talk about some some video game stuff soon because Sage is another one who does all the video game play and everything. And we want to have him back on to talk maybe some uh, Star Wars. Uh, what last or uh, Jedi Survivor, I believe, is the latest Star Wars game. And I think he recently got it. So um, I wanted to make sure and give him some time to play it. Uh, I also want to have Steven on that episode because Steven's more of the gamer than I am. So we'll have to uh, get together and talk about that stage. In the meantime, we're going to jump into some Miles Morales Spider-Verse across the Spider-Verse. Like I said, this I thought was an incredible movie. I loved the way this started out. Although it was funny. I looked at Megan you know, because you got a good, I'd say, 10 minutes of Gwen Stacy, 10 or 15 minutes of Gwen Stacy. And I looked at Megan, I go, wait a minute, is this is this Gwen Stacy's movie or Miles Morales's movie? Yeah. Because <laughs> at first it was like, OK, this just feels like it's going to be her story. Um, I thought a gr- I thought they did a great job at telling her story. Because I, I don't have a lot of uh, perspective on the Gwen Stacy character. I, I mean, I know who she is. I just never read her. I know her more as Peter Parker's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't know her that much with the spider powers and, and this side of her. Um, and I thought it was kind of cool to get a little more perspective. We didn't really see her origin. And I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with that. Save the origin when you do a Gwen Stacy movie. You know, and then we can have a origin and do it quickly. Don't make the whole movie based on her origin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tired of just full out origin movies. I, I, I want think that what they did for her for to give her backstory was actually good enough. To be honest with you, you, you think? Know? Yeah, I think so too. Because you know, and in her and Peter Parker, there wasn't like technically a love interest. They were like best friends, and our best friend became right. the uh, he can't became the lizard. Right. And yeah. He wanted to be special like her. To me, so, it almost paralleled the amazing Spider-Man story. That's exactly Andrew what it was. Garfield. Yeah, that's exactly how that it, it seemed like. Yes, exactly. You talking about the one with Andrew Garfield and everything. Yeah. And that, yes, that's exactly how that actually started off. And by the way, I think that's a fantastic movie, too. I, yeah. I really like that movie also. OK, um, not my number one, but definitely uh, well worth the watch. If you haven't watched the Andrew Garfield, you said the. Uh, the you said the Tom Ho- no wait a minute which which one you said it was you said the one with uh, Doc Ock so that was the second Spider Man movie yeah that would have yeah. been Tobey yeah. Maguire Tobey Maguire's uh, yeah everyone I was hates on Toby nowadays and I actually liked him I I thought he was a great Spider Man man I remember hating on Toby for like the last like fifteen years just because he played Spider Man and and all that good stuff they wanted him to be the Spider Man of their generation but I do like the take how they do Spider Man now where it's like since he's so, you know, he's on a different, he's on multiple platforms or he's in multiple mm-hmm. universes. Everybody has it. Like the sixties have their variation of Spider-Man. This, you know, it was just like the nineties have their variation of Spider-Man, the 2000, everybody had their variation of Spider-Man. If you are a dark Spider-Man, you have your very, if you're a punk yeah. rock Spider-Man, you like your variation. <laughs> it's, it's so many variations of Spider-Man out there that, you can't really, I don't see how he can get so much flag because he did the live action the way he did for his variation of that Spider-Man in that universe, which I think, is you know, as far as, you know, the, there's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, issues with, uh, how should I say in, in inclusivity, mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man, he's definitely inclusive to almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I we do, see yeah. that in this film. Yep. You know, because we get we get an Indian version of Spider-Man. Like you said, we get the punk yeah. rocker, which is a Brit, a British mm-hmm. version. Um, you know, we get the traditional Peter Parker. Heck, we even got appearances from the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yes. 
Oh, it was so many Easter eggs in that movie. I mean, oh it was God. so many Easter eggs. I think they said it reported over like 300 some odd Spider-Man iterations in the movie or Spider. Wow. Spider-Sonas. Spider-Sonas. Spider yeah, that's good. I like that. I was going to say a lot of them were men. There were a lot of them were women. Some were cats. Some were. <laughs> some were that like... was great. <laughs> when he spits up so the the, the spider web furball. <laughs> yeah. He had a spider horse, you know, a, a horse, <laughs> like a horse rider, like a ghost rider type for now. Why does a like, horse need a mask? Well, to oh, hide my identity, was, of course. It was great. It was so great how they, they introduced that whole element to it. I do love the fact that uh, how um, spider woman's, you know, the traditional spider woman, she's supposed to be a little bit more versatile. She has the ability, I believe, which character was she has a she has someone else's ability. I was like, no, it's not rogue or anything like nature. I think it is rogue. No, I mean, spider woman, she has uh, another superhero's ability to give her the powers that she has. And she has that um, the element of, you know, the Spider-Man, but she's more superhero, super. Well, yeah, more superhero like in that sense of where she don't really rely on the web and she has more of a, I want to say like rogue type ability, but hers, she was more, she was, she was different from this one. She was pregnant and that's a variation of the spider woman that is out there too. And she was, you know, like I said, kicking, but it was, she used her motorcycle to do a lot of her, you know, combat abilities. And I thought that was pretty interesting. I had never seen this iteration of spider woman and yeah. I thought she was fantastic. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. it. And I like I like how her mask is more like you know like goggles mm -hmm. and, and and you see her eyes and everything. I, I don't know. I I just thought it was a pretty cool look. I enjoyed that. Um, I like the fact that she was an expectant one mother. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Stuff. So hopefully uh, at some point we get to see her kid. I, I'd like to have met her husband. That would have been fun too. You know, I was thinking that too. Like. They only go a little. A little bit into the comics with him too as well. They don't really talk about too much about oh, really? him. Really? Yeah, in that sense. Yeah. They kind of so you know how they do the in the Miles comics? Nah, she's got her own. Oh, she's got her own. Okay. Yeah, they all like to be honest with you, all of them have their variations of their own universe, which actually ties into the multiverse, which I thought was wow. really unique. So the Indian spider. Does he mm -hmm. have his own comic too? Yeah, he has his own comic. Yeah, they all wow. have like that. Yeah, that's their own iteration of like Manhattan. It's like a Manhattan type of deal. India was well, like India, Manhattan or whatever. But that was their variation of that universe. Yeah, they took it. They took the Spider-Man element to a whole nother level when it comes down to uh, different worlds of which which Earth that they on, which I thought was a pretty unique perspective when Miles got transported to Earth. 42 where the spider he was bitten by right right where was that, that spider it, actually comes yeah from. so i thought that was a pretty interesting uh interesting take on it as well uh his character and then also just the spider verse like how how he got his powers and how he was how he wasn't supposed to get his powers but we can talk about that a little bit later yeah that that's kind of the whole crux of the of the entire movie um all plays off of whether Miles should be or should not be Spider-Man and, and mm -hmm. stuff. I, I, I think Miles proves himself, though, <laughs> in my yeah. personal opinion. Um, so uh, I forgot where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I had somewhere I wanted to go, and I, I Penguin slipped off the iceberg. Um, so anyway, uh, I like I said, I really, really enjoyed this film. I, I thought it was fantastic. Um and Gwen was great. I, I liked the introduction of Gwen in this. I thought it was a fun way to introduce her and it paralleled the Andrew Garfield film. So if you have not watched the Andrew Garfield film, I highly recommend watching it. It's good. The first mm -hmm. one, the second one is kind of iffy. That's because Electro wow. messed it up. Yeah. They just did not do a good job with him. I, I was excited about him mm -hmm. and then he just didn't turn out. He didn't, he didn't play well on film. Uh, not, not saying anything against Jamie Foxx. I, I think Jamie Foxx did the best he could with what was given to him. But, yeah, mm -hmm. it just didn't play well. See, he did better in uh, um, uh, No Way Tom Home. Holland's, yeah, because that yeah. was it. I, I like that. that. If they're going to retell it, recast it to, uh, a person and retell the story the right way, 
Yeah, let them do it the right way. I, I, and then that's all based off of directors and story writers and all that stuff like that. But yeah, he actually did make a better version in no way uh, far from home that that iteration. Agreed. Totally agree. Um, so but, I didn't uh, know this. Uh, um, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. Sorry, my screens are blinking out on me and doing weird things. I need a new monitor. <laughs> um, anyway, that just means you need to go on Kofi and, <laughs> and support us on Kofi so I can afford a new monitor along with my Batmobile. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> um, so uh, uh, I didn't know this, but um, apparently, um, what's his name, who played young Lando Calrissian in oh. Soul. Uh, gosh, why? Why is his Donald name? Glover? Yes, Donald Glover. So, mm-hmm. Donald Glover made appearance in this, which mm-hmm. was super cool, mm-hmm. and it looked like he was actually the Prowler, mm-hmm. which again was awesome. Um, so we got a live action Prowler appear mm-hmm. in the animated Spider Man across the the uh, Spider Verse, um, which he was introduced in. Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I forget which film. Uh, um, and he actually homecoming. It was that, that yeah, was homecoming. Mm-hmm. homecoming. And he actually mentions his nephew Miles, and we were all excited because we all thought, "Oh, great! This means we're getting a live-action Miles Morales." And then we never got the live-action Miles Morales. Yeah. So, but I, I think this could lead up to that. Yes. So, did you notice how? Uh, in 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 retrospect, it actually did. It towards the end, you seen the dynamics between the uncle surviving and the where in the universe that they actually reside in. But right. I'm, I'm gonna draw back to it. But right. you always notice. Okay, so they kept doing two things with the movie. They kept drawing back to Gwen, and I love the storytelling to it. You know, Miles is struggling, trying to cope with trying to be a superhero, but also trying to maintain the family dynamic and getting into a good school and his parents are like what is going on with you and he has that 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 secret that bottles him up to tell so he can't tell them like hey i'm i'm this guy but i don't want you guys to be in danger it's the same thing as every spider-man i do love this aspect every spider-man has that same trope they always have that that element to them where they cannot tell their secret because they're protecting their loved ones. Miles right. is his parents. Peter Parker was with Mary Jane. Stacy, uh, Gwen Stacy is with her father. All of them. I do love that aspect where they they explored that and they really went down that rabbit hole to say that the reason why Miles, you're the anomaly, is because that you wouldn't you wasn't supposed to be the Spider Man because of this event that happens. Uncle Ben dying. All of them have that same story arc, and if you break the chain, you basically destroy the the Spider Verse and stuff like you destroy the web. So I do love that aspect of that, and that's one of those things that um, that that was just a phenomenal storytelling when it came down to it. That's why you've seen so much of Gwen's in there, and then you start to see like, okay, when Miles saved the Captain in in in, in Manhattan. Right. Why Miguel was so ticked off because he was just like, you, you're too much of a do-gooder, which that's what Spider-Man is, <laughs> to try to save people. And that's your flaw. And that's one of the things they drew out. If you, And that's why all of them felt that kind of way when, you know, why is it, why do, why is it he's, why is he's the, the way he is right about now? Because, and that's why they had to protect themselves against him because he's going to mess it up. And I thought that was a pretty interesting take on the story. So, okay, yeah, let's get into that a little bit. Uh, so, like I said, they kind of make uh, uh, Miguel, Spider-Man 2099, they kind of make him out almost like he's the bad guy in this mm-hmm. film. And almost like the spot is kind of, well, as Miles puts it, oh, you're just the villain of the week, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of this. And, and it kind of feels like that as it's going along because we get, we get uh, Miguel, he's hunting down Miles because he's afraid Miles is going to break the canon, you know, uh, of the Spider-Verse. Now, to me, this... He's almost, hunting down the villains. He's, he's hunting down the well, villains that escaped from their universe and they got into it. And he's trying to stay away from Miles. He's right. Keep, keep going away but, from Miles. But he considers Miles the problem. 
because yes. he says Miles is an as an anomaly um, in the in the entire Spider Verse because he as as Miguel says he shouldn't be Spider Man. Yeah, you know, which the I, the scientist the spot before he became uh, before he became the spot he actually used the collider. Remember they were talking about that in the first movie. They were right. using the collider before they started testing it before he became Spider Man, and he was getting. He was getting uh, spe- he was getting things from another universe and he was testing. It. And then one of the things was the Earth 42 uh, radioactive spider that bit Miles at the time. And that was the that was that was that's the thing that set it off. So I thought it was pretty interesting that they actually talked about his story, spot his story, how he came to be. And he yeah. and I went back and I saw it. He was the guy who got hit with the bagel. And he was the catalyst that basically set the chain off and he survived the blast, but that blast altered him in that whole explosion. So even though that they, you know, they made it seem like that Miles saved everybody throughout that whole event, that wasn't the case. They, when they ripped up, when they ripped the fabric of space time and stuff like that, they really did cause a catastrophic effect. It may not seem like nothing was wrong, but something altered. And that's what, that's what, you know, created him, which I thought was pretty cool. Sorry, I was just reading Derpy Entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. So Derpy Entertainment uh, is in the chat. He says, I saw it last night with a group. And uh, damn you, Sony, for making us wait a whole another year on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we're in the spoiler area, so it doesn't matter. It's it's fine. So, yeah, this does end in a cliffhanger. So warning to, to those of you going to see it, because I wasn't I wasn't 100 percent sure that it was going to be a cliffhanger like it was. And Oh my gosh, was it a cliffhanger? (laughs) Yeah. It it was like, what I got to wait. I can't believe this. You know, I'm hearing rumors that the, the part three is supposed to come out. Well, part two of this, which would be part three in the trilogy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm hearing rumors. It's coming out in March. So we don't have to wait a full year, but yeah, we're going to have to wait a little time. So, um, I spot I thought was great. He was fantastic. Um, cool villain. I need to go back and rewatch the first one again. Cause I, I did not remember the whole throwing the bagel at him. Uh, and, and that sounds like a great scene. Um, and I saw it, I, I, you know, I seen, it. I've watched it again, but it's been a while since I watched it. So I need to rewatch that. But, um, yeah, I thought they did a great job on him. And, uh, but like I said, with, with, uh, with um, Miguel, I just felt that they, I don't know. Did they do the character wrong? Yeah. So Cause Miguel? Again, yeah, Miguel. Cause I, I, I haven't read Spider-Man 2099. Is he that dark mm-hmm. in Spider-Man 2099? Yeah. He's, he's the futuristic. He, he's a Spider-Man. The only reason why he's the way he is because he, he used cybernetic enhancements in order for him to kind of, he's like the Tom cop. That's mainly what he is. He's, he's just like the, the intergalactic policeman uh and it since what was it what was the tom force and loki he's kind of like that yeah that's what yeah, i thought that's mainly what he is he's just like somebody in the future that's basically setting the record straight and he has to go back in to get all these variants to put them right. back where they belong that's all he is and, and miles is the one that's that's that in in a, in a sense is kind of like breaking it because he's he's throwing off the chain of the the flow of time and they expressed that too about that in the movie too. Like it's just no different from like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you break the chink in the timeline, you spare off and you create all these other variants, and that's bad. You don't want to do that. And he's doing, but in their in their case, he's he's creating he's creating new webbing, and he's also shattering oh you know the ones that have been established as far as what we call the what was it the canon verse. That's mainly what those yeah. little parts. Yeah, the canon, the canon aspect. You kill the canon, you kill pretty much that that whole. You ain't just killing that spider. You ain't just saving the one person. You're killing millions of people within that unit, that uh, canon verse, and that's bad. So you you don't want to do that. That's why they have to. That's why he's after him so much, so he can try to prevent the you know from his dad from dying. Once he realized what all happens with all the other Spider Man, somebody has to die. You know, they everybody has an Uncle Ben moment. All of them. All despite okay, me. okay, yeah. Let's let's dive into that a little bit. <laughs> so, so we okay. We're we're told that pretty much anybody who who's any Spider Man who's related to quote unquote a captain, 
the captain mm-hmm. has to die. Okay. It's their uncle Ben moment, uh, you know, for Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, but my question is, does the captain always have to die? Because for instance, in miles, in miles story and, and my wife and I were discussing this after the film, but in miles story, he has his tragic moment when his uncle dies. Yeah. So does he need to have his dad die? See, I'm hoping in part two that he saves his dad. I'm hoping his dad lives through this. I want him to be the the uh, uh, exception to the rule that the captain has to die. That's that's what I want him to be. Now, it could oh. be argued that the Indian one is the exception to the rule, too, because his captain in that case, you know, like we said, this is how it kind of starts. Miles saves him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the question is, does he go on and everything's fine after this? Because uh, I don't yeah, think every Spider-Man has to have the exact same story. <laughs> uh, I mean, when it comes to lore, uh, according to how Miguel basically puts it in, 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 you can if that Spider-Man passes away, or if he if they save their their um, the the person that's supposed to be alive, and then they try to replace that, it still it it crushes the whole element of the the world that they live in so you can't just go in and just replace that person so miles's universe you have to he has to go back figure out a way to get back to his 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 right timeline and save his dad but you know is his uncle's already dead and everything in that nature right so that didn't make any sense to that part was like i was like "Uh, i don't know if that's do you really need to say he's already had his moment his uncle died and that's his, you know, kind of his uh, inspiration to go on as a hero. Plus, he also watched the Peter Parker of his universe die. Yeah. And that was also an inspiration to him. So in a sense, Miles had it twice. You know, I know he wasn't connected to Peter Parker the way he was his uncle or the way he would be as, to his dad. But he obviously had some feelings when that mm-hmm. Spider-Man died because that's that was his initial um, uh, uh, kicking the butt yeah. to become the hero. You know, I think is because he's not supposed to be Spider Man. Once that Spider Man dies in that universe, that's it. You, you're not going to get another one. But since the Spider Man from the forty two came over and bit him, it right. continues. It, it continued it on, but also create fr- you know fissures in different universes. Even though his may still seem okay at the time, but it's causing uh, other effects in other universes. That's why Miguel has to go in. That's why they're able to go in and out of uh, his universe, even though that he doesn't technically know how to, you know, escape uh, how they, how they're getting in, you know, unlike uh, Dr. Strange doing what he did and kind of open up that portal that way. Oh, I was disappointed. I was hoping to get an appearance by Dr. Strange. You yeah. know, I thought it would have been cool if like they would have ran into like, you know, when we get the scene in the Doctor Strange movie, when Doctor Strange and American Chavez is mm-hmm. they're going through the different uh, universes and mm-hmm. they actually hit like a comic book universe. You know, there's an animated one that they hit. That would have been so cool if like Miles, if they would have like passed each other or something like that. I, yeah. If I would have been in charge of this, that would have happened. <laughs> They they made a reference to that. They was just like how Doctor Strange opened up a portal in another universe. Every time someone opens up another portal into a universe, that oh. actually triggers catastrophic effects. And then you have all these other folks just telling them to stop. You got to stop doing that because it, it causes all types of even with my boy Iron Man going back in time, saving, you know, he had to save everybody that created a whole nother slew of problems in the future and you can you've seen that in like other movies like quantum verse and everything i mean quantum manium and all that stuff like that so although that it makes sense the way they they put that the aspect in it but the one thing that really kind of hit home for me is okay is what gwen is it's towards the end of the movie where all right if that person is not there or that person does that person still exist even though you don't know who they are. You ain't going to be able to find like there is a Gwen Stacy in Miles' universe, not just her, but it's a Gwen Stacy in this universe. She's alive, but she's just not the Gwen Stacy he knows. And they made that point towards the end of the movie. There is a in his universe, there is a Miles Morales, but that's not the Miles Morales 
that but for is, all we know, made. Gwen Stacy could already be dead in his universe too. That's true. That is another because fact. Peter's well. dead, so chances are she's probably dead too. Yeah. You know, because she dies according to well, according to the main continuity in, her, in anyway. So we have no idea what the Gwen Stacy of his universe actually is. Yeah. That would be interesting if she if she survived. And uh, he meets up with the Gwen Stacy of his universe. I don't think he would like her. I mean, not not. I don't think he would have a love interest in that Gwen Stacy because she's not gonna be the Gwen Stacy that we're yeah, seeing. Knows. Right? Yeah, it's it's kind of like Gamora type ordeal with with Star Lord. It's just right. Like, yeah, re- I don't know who you are. I, I guarantee that's probably what they're gonna do with that. They, he's gonna find. He's gonna put like a big poster. She's gonna see her face, and she's gonna be oh, it's Spider Man. And then they're gonna have this like intergalactic, like interdimensional love. Like oh, I know. I, I feel like I've known you my whole entire life, but I, I don't right. know who you are. And then that's how they're gonna get together in his universe. Mark my words. That's how they. Gonna- <laughs> Well, how much of a twist would it be if yeah. if if they he finds her and then she dies after oh, she meets that, and that that would be his that would be his Uncle Ben moment like he can't save yeah. her and that's what can kind of keeps there we, go. Universe there we go it has to be something like that bro and it that would tear something. up Miles that would uh, tear him up but that would that would I give give precedence for him being the his dad survive his mom I thought it was gonna be his mom to be honest with you. I do love the fact that oh, that would really like, suck really? if his mom died. <laughs> yeah, the mom died because I was like, the dad is there; he's always on him. You can see that happening. He's trying to protect his dad, but if he can't, because you know, Spider Man, he can't, he can't save them all. So you know, sure, it's always that internal battle where he's trying to struggle to pull one or the other. So if his, if it say if his mom' life is in a balance, his dad' life in a balance, and he has to save one, that right. part. That that's the part that's going to get everybody. I think that's the same thing that happens with uh, when you know he can't catch them, he can't save them in time. He can't right. save both of them. And I think that's probably uh, the element that they may go into um, going forward when him trying to save his dad in the next movie. Or right? Shoot, trying to save himself because I do love him looking like the Prowler, bro. Oh my goodness, that was like that was he looked so bad. A hey, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, that was cool when he takes the mask off. Oh, and, yeah. and and he he has the braids because they they make the comment when he first comes in that oh wait a minute you got rid of your braids why did you get rid of your braids and I'm sitting there going braids when, when did he have braids he didn't yeah have me too I was thinking that same thing I was like what are you and then when about? he when the other Miles takes his mask off it's like oh okay I get it mm-hmm. now that's that's cool so yeah I loved his look I thought it was fantastic I have a theory I have a theory since we ended off with the two miles facing each other. And, and mm-hmm. we've got the Prowler version, which is almost the evil miles. And then mm-hmm. we've got the Spider-Man version of miles. And he's trying to convince that miles that, you know, that, uh, um, that his, his dad is still alive in his universe and everything. Mm-hmm. And I got a feeling that the two of them in part two are going to team up against the spot. That's, that's my prediction. Spot is actually became way more powerful. I love how he was like very dopey in the beginning. And then all of a sudden towards the end of the movie, he became more powerful. He became more aware of his, of his, uh, his whole pr- purpose of what he is and everything in that nature. It kind of reminds me, they have that same trope to it. He, he kind of reminds me of, uh, of, uh, Jimmy, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Remember he was like very dopey. He was kicking yeah. himself in the butt. And then towards the, towards the end of the movie he became very serious they they keep that same trope when it comes down to the villains the villains are pretty fairly like super smart because he was a scientist and then he got really and he was and he was and he got hit with a bagel and all of a sudden some he got exploded and all of a sudden he became evil and now he don't know how to use his powers now he's using his powers now he wanted to go after the person who created him it's the same thing bro they do the same thing and I thought it was pretty interesting. So they're going to beat him the same way. Just put him in the bat, bat of water and let him electrocute himself or something like that. Or make him get sucked <laughs> into his own black hole or something. Or give him color because well, he's all white. <laughs> he, he, already got, he already got sucked into his own black hole because we have that whole scene where he's like, he says something about reaching into holes. And they're like, uh, this is getting a little uh, uncomfortable. Please stop saying that. <laughs> Oh right, yeah, yeah. He was like, he can, yeah, he can do that. And then he, he, he went, he went with inside of himself. 
right to to do that and i thought that was a pretty cool i do love how they was just popping in he was popping in and out of the different universes from his like holes like yeah. the venom universe yes yes oh. The venom, oh that was that was a good cameo uh what was it the uh, the lady that was the clerk chen. and stuff like that yeah miss chen she was just like oh what are you doing here he was like <laughs> you act like you haven't seen you you act like you've seen this before she was like okay what else is new <laughs> see i would have loved i would have loved if at that moment you know uh if if venom would have walked by or something oh yeah i thought giving him cool. a look or something that would have been awesome yeah uh, that's, been that's cool. the only thing i would have done differently i would have put venom somewhere in that scene you know mm-hmm. which i guess they did well one they didn't want to spend the money on the cgi for venom obviously mm-hmm. but uh because you know that's that's gonna up their budget right there but man I, it would how cool would have been like venom looks at him like you know yeah i'll eat you buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that was dope i i do love spy uh what's that uh spider punk his character spider punk was cool yeah he was really uh, hobie was actually really cool i was i was taken back i didn't know he was it was another black version of the spider-man he was the british black version of the i was like oh, yeah, man, I, did, I, I had a story i gotta i gotta get into that one because i was just like or he just went off and they had uh they had the clone version um yeah what was his name uh, uh oh gosh what was his name i can't think of it now ben ben is it ben something ben ben riley there we go ben riley right, yeah uh he's actually a good the scarlet spider that's what it is scarlet spider is actually a really good i do like his story and stuff like that and then they had the other futuristic variations of spider-man with the, with the extra arms and stuff like yeah. that it's cool. so yeah that, that was pretty cool like the guy that walks in and he's like why is everybody staring at me like do i have a web on my face <laughs> <laughs> they had oh just just name okay mike go, go uh do you recall any of the uh easter eggs that you that was that stood out to you right off the bat other than uh donald glover being prowler and everything well yeah we had glover being prowler we had the easter egg of mrs chen which I mm-hmm. thought was great. Um, we we had an appearance from like the 1960 Spider-Man where he, he says, I can do anything you can. <laughs> uh, on it, <laughs> yeah. I love that. That was great. Yeah. Uh, Peter Porker was back. That was cool. Yeah. Um, man, there, there's just so many different appearances. And stuff the, 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 I'm going to have to watch this movie like a dozen times to get mm-hmm. everything. You Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, oh, yeah. you Spider-Man, yeah. I do love the fact that they were playing the Spider-Man, the video, the PlayStation 5 Spider-Man, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 Spider-Man. You had the Insomniac Spider-Man in there. Oh, it was so many, it was so many Easter eggs that was in there. It was pretty crazy oh, stuff, man. It was nice. It was fantastic. And yeah. uh, and getting back to the whole Spider-Man uses his quips and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I loved it when Peter Parker confronts Miguel and he's like, how come you're not funny? You're the only Spider-Man out of all of us who's not funny. <laughs> he's not really that funny in the comics, though. He's 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 a well, pretty serious one. He actually go after and kills like some of the villains. I think that's one of the things he actually do wow. kills villains. Yeah, he he's not the he's not like the more wholesome. He's the more serious vari- variation of the comics. Uh, Spider-Man actually, it's a couple of different stories that they actually go into when Spider-Man isn't like, you know, when they go, when he, when he accidentally, um, what's that release some type of like either toxin or radiation or something like that. And he kills pretty much Spider-Man kills the universe or, you know, the, the multiverse or whatnot. It was pretty bad, but, um, yeah, it was, it's just one of those things, um, that they go into when it comes to his story arc. Wow. Wow. Well, um, I don't know if there's anything else we really need to cover on this. Uh, uh, other than you know, I I believe that eventually we're gonna get a mile a live action Miles Morales, and mm-hmm. hopefully Danny Glover. Oh, that that's what I I wanted to come back to. So uh, Danny Glover, uh, he from Donald I, Glover. or Donald Danny Glover, Glover. lethal he, weapon, bro. Right, right. <laughs> uh, you did you did that when he was in he was in Star Wars, by the way. I did. I did say that. I did. So uh, uh, Donald Glover, I didn't realize it till this morning. I was watching Emergency Awesome, and and he told a story on there that Donald Glover was actually the inspiration for the Miles Morales Spider-Man, and I had no idea of this. Was it? Because, 
Yeah, apparently Donald Glover, he was in the show uh, Community. I, I never watched the show. Um, and he made an appearance in Community one time, and he was wearing Spider-Man PJs, okay? And they said at the time that Donald Glover was trying to push that he wanted to play Peter Parker. And, and there was a big controversy over that, over whether there could be a black Peter Parker and so on and so forth, okay? Yeah. So uh, I, I don't remember the artist and, and writer of the original of, of the Miles Morales book, but they they got wind of that, and they're like, "Okay, we're going to make a Black Spider Man." Mm-hmm. They created Miles Morales based on Donald Glover. So I had no idea of that. So he's kind of the original inspiration for the Miles Morales c- character. Okay. So that is really fitting that they portrayed him playing in the Spider-Man film as Miles's uncle. And then we get him again in, in this movie, not only as the uncle, but actually as a live, uh, live action version of the Prowler. So yeah. I thought that was a cool connection. I really liked that. Was, I was going to was... say who voiced the Miles version of Prowler. I don't think he talked. Um, let's see. Oh, I don't think he talked. Cause if that's I the case, then he could, he, he could, could actually he could. talk. He can but do think, his voice acting. I think it's the same actor. I think it's, it's oh, Shamik Moore. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So Shamik Moore uh, portrayed Miles' voice. Uh, Haley Steinfeld re- uh, portrayed Gwen, which is which is cool because she is actually uh, uh, what's her face in Hawkeye. Uh, gosh, why can't I think of her name? Um, yeah, you know Hawkeye's protege. Um, Speedy, which is, huh? Is it Speedy? Kate, 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 uh, uh, Kate Bishop, Kate, Kate Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. So she actually plays the live version, live action Arrow. version. So that's the question. If they do a live action version of Gwen Stacy, hmm? does she get to play Gwen Stacy too, even though she's played Kate Bishop? I, you know what? To be honest with you, I don't even want to do a live action version. I love the artistry and the the just how they put so much color and like pop into like the movie itself. It kept me so engaged. I love how it all correlated with the story. It all correlate uh, correlated with the action. It all correlated with just like just everything, man. That they they the, the environment. Each character kind of had their own stylized exactly, version. Exactly, man. It was really yeah. cool. Their own style, yeah. their own style, their own frame rate. They all had their own different type of like movement. It felt so unique and dynamic. That movie, they really did took it, take it over the top. And I love the Sony art art team, art production team, man. It is oh my gosh, they, they did they really an killed amazing it. job. Yeah, you know, man. it was like this combination of not only 3d animation, but alongside of with 2d animation. Mm-hmm. And I love the old style 2d anime animation style. I, I think it's a lost art form and I, I kind of wished it would come back in some ways. Um, and, and this was a sort of a way to bring that back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just a beautiful look to the entire film. Yeah. If nothing else, if you like art, go, go see this movie. Oh, yeah. Art. watercolor you talking about oh, yeah. watercolor, all, all different forms of just art they they put it in there just to tell like you know to build tension and then you, the musical score was actually pretty good oh, yeah. i gotta get that album man i have to get the album it it's is on iTunes. Be my number one i'm telling it, you right about now <laughs> and it's just like some of the background some of the just like the visual effects were just like i, I would give it up there it was it was really cool yeah cool all right well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So um, uh, just any last thoughts, Darren, on, on, on the movie? Um, go watch it. Go watch it. It is it's definitely a, a very good movie experience. I watched it on IMAX. So I'm pretty sure it's good on digital. But this is one I'm going to be watching like over and over again like I did the first one, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, so I can catch all the little, you know, Easter eggs and nooks and cranny and stuff like that. It's going to be on my top. This is definitely one of my top favorite movies that they've created though. For real. Yeah. We saw it at Marcus theaters in O'Fallon and we saw it on the ultra screen, which is their big one. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like just back and forth trying to take everything in. You know? Yeah, it is. An so, there's no, uh, there's no mid credits or after credits yes. or anything. So you're good to go there. You don't got to worry about that. But then again, you're going to be, you're going to be so amped for the next one. I mean, 
Oh my gosh, it was audible. It, it, mm. You know, everybody in the theater is like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, but it leaves you. It leaves you feeling like, "Oh man, I cannot wait to yes. the next one." Just Agreed. oh, I got to rewatch this, but I can't wait to the next one. If there was, if it was a cliffhanger, that's the cliffhanger for twenty twenty three. Oh, get. I, I got to say, yeah. If this is the cliffhanger of the year, most likely. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, we got other movies coming this later this year, but. I don't think anything's top topping that cliffhanger. Not, that was not in a while. I haven't had a cliffhanger like that in a while. Empire Strikes Back. That was oh, the, yeah. Probably yep, yep. this is like the the next one up from Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And I love Empire Strikes Back. That's my all time favorite Star Wars movie. So yes, yes. All right. Um, so yeah, my final thoughts. Uh, this is a great movie. Miles Morales is is amazing. Um, <laughs> nice play there. Um, and, uh, Gwen Stacy's, she's fantastic. Love her. Um, I love the family aspect of this because each one of them, you know, you, you had, you had the fi- family dynamic of, of miles loved him and his mom and his dad all together. That was great. Um, loved the feeling of Gwen Stacy with her dad. That was fantastic also. Um, and, and I loved the, the, uh, spider woman and her expecting a, another one. Oh, oh, we didn't even mention we got little, uh, uh, um, yeah, May. You yeah. Baby May. May. Yeah. Yeah. Baby yes. May. And he baby a, May yeah. was yeah. awesome. Yeah. You got the, the, the OG Peter Parker. He got him in there and he had a little baby. And the reason why he was inspired to have a baby is because of miles. Because of miles. Yeah. And, and she's quippy. Yeah. And she's, She's quippy. Yeah. Yes. And she she has her own crocheted Spider-Man mask. Oh, dude. I, I ain't gonna lie. It kind of brought tears to my eyes. I was just like, mm, mm. it was awesome. It Comes was full so circles. Cool. Oh, Comes did you circles. have a lot of cosplayers at, at, at the theater you went to? Um, no, other than myself and stuff like that, wearing my Spider-Man stuff. Other than that, no, nah, not oh. really. I went through it. I went uh, during matinee hours. So it was during uh, the evening. I mean, yeah more uh around three o'clock so it we wasn't had, that many people there. we had a group of at least six spider-mans that were together <laughs> nice nice each was a different spider-man or spider-woman because there there was a girl in there too nice um, and then there was a few that were outside of that group that also showed up in spider-man costumes i was like oh my gosh this is pretty awesome so yeah man um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I would say get out and see this movie. If you are a Spider-Man fan, you have to see this movie. It's just fantastic. I, I, I probably can't praise it any more than I, I already have. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you followed us, if you've watched this this far, um, trying to find my, my, my like and subscribe button here. Um, anyway, go and like, and subscribe to us, uh, like us on Facebook, follow me on Facebook. Uh, I've tried to put up a lot of funny memes, uh, try to keep up with three geeky dads and their memes. Usually they out me, me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I give them a good run for their money anyway. Um, yeah, three geeky dads is another friend, a friend of the podcast and, uh, Brian should be back with us in a couple weeks to do, um, the flash versus Quicksilver. We're going to do another versus episode. Uh, me, Theron and Brian are going to go at it on that one. Can't wait. Um, next week, Steven will be back with us, uh, taking a break from his hiatus. And he and I are going to cover the berserker comic, uh, the Keanu Reeves, um, epic comic series, which I, we've been talking about for a long time. So we're looking forward to doing that. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so like I said, go like us on Facebook. That's where you'll get any information of upcoming episodes, so on and so forth. Um, like us and and on YouTube. YouTube is we are there every every Saturday morning, nine a.m. is when we go live, nine a.m. Central Standard Time, of course. Um, and a shout out to Audible. Audible is our sponsor of this podcast. Um, if you go to Audible, what is it? Audible Two Geeks I think it is. Megan's looking for the uh, link to that one. Um, but if you go there, you click on that, um, you can get a free trial for Audible where you're going to get one free audio book that you could keep even if you decide to cancel your subscription. 
Um, Audible is a fantastic place to get audiobooks, and for that matter, you can get podcasts along with the two, uh, uh, two Geeks and a Microphone. All right. So with that said, anything else, Stephen? Or <laughs> Darren? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good to go. All right. Um, so with that said, uh, man, I need a good Spider-Man quip. Uh, it's a good Spider-Man line I can use. Um, dang, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, well, uh, see you next time over and out and may the force be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the two geeks and a microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 